Aaron Whitlow from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Thank you for uh, tuning in to this episode. I'm doing a review, a no-spoiler, non-spoiler review of Season 1 of Lovecraft Country, which the uh, 10th episode of the first season, the remaining, the last episode, aired last night on HBO, and uh, I'm here to talk about it today. Uh, I want to talk briefly, real quick, about The Boys uh, Season 2. I really enjoyed that. I thought that it took the story in a different place. Uh, it got me more uh, acquainted with the team and uh, the superheroes, and there's some really interesting powers and things. And it's a good show, uh, and I recommend people watch it, but it's a totally different show from what you see on Lovecraft Country. That is a totally... That's the most important show on tv in my opinion uh maybe i'm biased because i am african-american um and so it is a very important show for me uh much like uh the watchman was when it aired i believe last year uh so uh you know i hold this show in high regard so uh lovecraft country uh, let's see. A young African-American travels across the U.S. in the 1950s in search of his missing father. That is the synopsis of the show. The show stars Jonathan Majors as Atticus Freeman, uh, Journey Smollett, uh, as uh, Smollett, 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 Smollett. I'm, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name, as uh, Leticia Laddie Lewis. Uh, Courtney B. Vance is George Freeman, Uncle George. Uh, Michael Kenneth uh, Williams, is it Williams? Yeah. As uh, Montrose Freeman, which I just fell in love with this guy on The Wire. It's another excellent show. You should watch. Uh, Anjun, uh, Ajanu Ellis as Hippolyta Freeman. Um, Wunmi Musaku as uh, Ruby Baptiste. Uh, Abby Lee is Christina Braithwaite. Jamie Chong Chung is Jaya, Jaya, and Jada Harris is Diana or D Freeman. And there's Jordan Patrick Smith is William. I'm not gonna go into the rest of the cast, uh, but yeah, there is a lot of people in this show. Let's go ahead and. Break down real quick the uh, scores for the show. All right, so IMDb gives it a 7.10 out of 10. 7.2 out of 10, rather. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it 87%. 93% of Google users like this uh, show. And let me see mm -hmm. if I can give you a little bit more insight on the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so 87 of the critics love it. 71% of the audience loves it. Um, the show is interesting. The show deals with a lot of racial uh, things happening within the 1950s Jim Crow era. Um, but it also has a lot of Lovecraftian uh, things happening, uh, which is quite interesting. Uh, but the show is an excellent show. Um, I totally recommend anyone see it. 
because uh, it's it's an excellent show that has a great story. Uh, it deals with witchcraft. It deals with monsters. It deals with uh, a lot of injustice, uh, and uh, and it and it makes you mad because you get to encounter real life people in real life situations that really happened within the Jim Crow era. And, uh, you know, and it's kind of placed in this, not only the Jim Crow era, but uh, also uh, uh, other eras within the United States history and African-American history within the United States and different type of prejudice and racial tensions that we've all experienced, whether it is the Jim Crow era stuff whether it is uh, the Tulsa, uh, the Tulsa uh, riots, uh, not riots, I, I'm not going to give it that claim because it wasn't Tulsa riots, it was actually the Tulsa race massacre where white folks murdered a lot of black people in history. And she had, light some, she had some light on that, she had some light on Emmett Till. These aren't spoilers, these are things that happen in history and sadly probably a lot of white folks might not know about it, but we as a lot of black folks do know about it. Um, but I think that it's important to really talk about this. Um, sorry, my dog is running around here with some tape in his mouth. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not going to try to chase this dog while I'm recording this episode. Alright, so I just want to say, I do think that this show... It's very important that it needs to be uh, seen. Uh, and every episode, if you see something in the episode that you think, oh, that's odd, or is that real? Yeah, uh, you know, some things is real. Uh, there really is a, a safe Negro travel guide, the Green Book. Uh, little known fact, Bowling Green showed up in the Green Book uh, for a couple of years with a restaurant here in town. Well, I'm in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So it showed up for a couple of years uh, with a restaurant that was uh, for Safe Negro Travels, right? Um, but after a while, and it also showed up not only with that restaurant, but it showed up with the one black uh, hotel for people. It was called the Queens Hotel, I believe. And that's, that building in itself is still standing. It's a historical... Um, Significant building, so they kept it around. Um, it's uh, it's located in the historic Shake Rag District, which was a, a district that was filled with black businesses, black uh, people living in in homes, and you know things like that. There's a, there was a point in Bowling Green, a point here in locally in South Central Kentucky, where blacks had had a little strip of land, a little strip of community, and it was vibrant, uh, much like uh, Black Wall Street was for Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, that little area, a little strip of town, uh, town that had that, like Jonesville, where the Western Kentucky University is today, uh, as an area, I believe, right where the uh, baseball field is, perhaps, or that, or, or some area over there. It used to be a free uh, community called Jonesville. Jonesville was a, a place where a lot of 
blacks, including my history, my, my ancestry, a lot of my relatives came and lived in Jonesville, which was a free black community of blacks that had their own businesses. There was, uh, there was, um, you know, churches, there were, uh, uh, doctors, I believe there's things like that. And then there's other communities that was within the city. There's just small little nuggets of places for, for blacks to live because this was a Jim Crow place here in Kentucky. This was Jim Crow. There was places where blacks couldn't go in the same door as white folks could. There's places where, uh, blacks couldn't, um, experience things you know my uncle used to tell me stories about hadn't go to uh clark's ice cream uh to get ice cream but was told to go to the side to get his ice cream couldn't go to the front to get his ice cream or there was a place here in town that used to sell burgers and stuff like that i guess it's right where lunchbox is now in town it used to be a restaurant where my people uh was told uh, like my my, his, my my relatives was told that they had to go to the back in order to get their food. You know, this isn't nothing new. Um, this is Kentucky. Although now Kentucky, I hope has has gotten a lot better when it comes to racial uh, racial differences. But we do have a history of lynching here. We do have a history of uh, segregation here. We do have a history. Uh, gentrification here that's that that history is still currently going on but uh the show highlights a lot of things like that the show highlights pioneering where black folks were moving to white neighborhoods um and those black folks would get harassed those black folks would get uh forced to try to uh get get you know maybe possibly getting murdered or or, or you know things like that just harassed constantly to leave the neighborhood uh, most black folks now that lives predominantly in what was considered white neighborhoods probably started there by pioneering. But, you know, uh, those were things that really happened in history. And the show highlights those things. I, that's why I want to really talk about within my review of the show. Not so much give away spoilers because I love the characters in it. I love every actor and actress that's in this film or show. They did an excellent job. Uh, they are um, all significant and important to uh, the show, but I just wanted to highlight the uh, the subtle things that you see. Like, uh, and this is in the first episode, you'll see like them driving, and then you'll see like a picture of white America, you know, smiling, looking into the future, mom, dad little uh, brother sister smiling but then you just oppose that with the image of black folks standing in a food line waiting to get fed so you see things like that or you see uh, a black family standing outside waiting to be served ice cream in the ice cream parlor but a white family being served and they are being ignored this is history this is history. And this show does a really good job with history. This show made me mad in the Emmett Till episode because it dawned on me, which I already knew this. I never really thought of it, but it really dawned on me that these guys 
that murdered this kid got away with murder, lived their lives, had their children, had their lives, their careers, and everything else, probably died, had a nice obituary written about him, family, friends, loved ones, things like that, retired from work, probably got a watch, things like that. But this dude, Emmett Till, didn't get to experience any of that because he was murdered. Why? Because a white woman lied on him and said he did something that he did not do. That caused this kid to be murdered. And his mother was brave enough to show the world the, um, the consequences of a lie. And so it was a really powerful episode. Uh, and, it's no, and that's not spoilers because Emmett Till's real. You should know this. And it's a sad thing that there's a lot of people that doesn't know this, that don't know who Emmett Till was, that doesn't know the Tulsa, uh, the Tulsa massacre, that doesn't know about, you know, different things that happen within history. And that's a sad thing because in our school systems, they do not teach us these things. I'm also reading currently The Miseducation of Negro. And we are we are poorly miseducated or not educated to to the uh, extent where you know we're it, it's a p- very powerful book um but i'm 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 gonna i'm done rambling it's not a manifesto or anything i just wanted to state some things that the show has highlighted that um and I, and i applaud hbo because they have a history of showcasing black uh, comedy or black entertainment or black history in films, whether it's this, whether it's Soul of the Game, whether it's Lackawanna Blues, whether it's uh, whether it's uh, so many things, uh, uh, First Time Felon. They have so many movies, so many shows, deaf comedy jams and stuff like that. They were pioneers, and I'm going to say this about HBO, they were pioneers for me, when it comes to showcasing black uh, films or cinema, and I give them, I applaud them for that. Um, This is a powerful show. I recommend you watch it, and I'm going to go ahead and give you my markouts for the show. I give the show five markouts out of five. It is a perfect show. Uh, I recommend anybody watch it. It's on HBO Max. Now, go, whatever HBO platform you have, you should be able to find it. I recommend you watch it, and I believe you'll enjoy it. Well, I just wanted to take this time to to share that with you. I thank you for listening. Uh, We should be back Friday, me and Brandon, with another episode. And in the meantime and in between time, I'm Aaron Whitlow, and I thank you for marking out with us here on the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Mm